What can we pull from two close losses to the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning over the weekend? How concerned are we with the Wilds' goaltending situation? What's going on with Kevin Fiala? Plus, Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi are putting up numbers in Iowa. When can we expect to see him called up? All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap the weekend in Florida as the Wild lose to the Florida Panthers in regulation and lose in a shootout to the Tampa Bay Lightning. We also talk about the Jared Spurgeon injury news. We talk about Kevin Fiala and where he is at with his Minnesota Wild tenure. Plus, we look at a couple of players knocking on the door with some more impressive performances in Iowa from Matt Boldy and Marco Rossi. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of coverage of all Minnesota sports teams and joined as we typically are on a Monday episode by Alex Micheletti for a Micheletti Monday. Alex, couple of uh, fun hockey games for the Wild over the weekend. Unfortunately, didn't result in any wins, but uh, not a bad way to start a Monday. How are things going? Good, good. Yeah, it was uh, so much fun uh, watching both. Uh, I mean, because that, I mean, like we talked about on, in previous episodes uh, or the previous uh, last Sunday, was we, we expected both of these uh, two games to be the most difficult game so far on the, on the schedule. And it definitely uh, lived up to that. Um, and uh, man, just this, this team uh, is, is, is different. You know, they, they were not out of it in either game and they showed that with the extra attacker and uh, Dean decided to pull the, pull the goalie really early again. And uh, you know, it worked out. So um, yeah. Um, you know, way to, way, way to grind to get at least one point on the weekend. Yeah. I think, the box that was checked most over the weekend was that the Wilds stacked up and gave both the Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning everything they could handle. Um, unfortunately, didn't quite result in a win on Saturday, but um, the Wilds, you know, skated with the Panthers for pretty much all of that game and uh, were able to come away um, with a one-goal defeat and. Against the Lightning, they found themselves down by a couple of goals and pulled the uh, the extra attacker magic. Um, extra attacker, six on five, goals number six and seven on the season, which has to lead the NHL by a mile. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is even close. Um, and so, you know, you you look for those kinds of things to be, obviously you want to try to get the, the wins. The wins would be nice, but we're talking about a team in the Panthers who is undefeated at home, 10 and 0 at home to start the season and is widely regarded as one of the best if not the best defensive team in the NHL. 
And you follow that up by going to the home arena of the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions. So an, an incredibly tough get uh, for the Wilds. And, uh, you know, they, they hung with them despite Jared Spurgeon playing only three minutes total for the weekend. Uh, so, you know, yes, it's disappointing that the Wild didn't get wins, but... At the end of the day, I I think they showed that uh, that things are even enough that um, you hope you'd be able to get a win at home against both those teams, and we'll have a chance to see it um, coming up next week against the Lightning. Um, it was a great battle in both games, and I was I was encouraged by what we saw, um, despite the fact that both games ended up being losses. Yeah, I mean. They battled. Um, they got depth scoring once again, um, so that was nice to see. Hey, even Jordy Ben got in <laughs> on the score sheet, so <laughs> which is saying a lot. Um, but yeah, this team just just battles, and uh, especially against the defending champs, Tampa. I mean, everybody's saying, "Oh, Tampa's not not as good as they are." I mean, look look who was their 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 scorers tonight. Uh, Anthony Sorelli was in- incredible. Victor Hedman, he's he's just a menace on the back end. Ryan McDonough, I mean, you you got talent, you know, all over the place. Stephen Stamkos with the winner. Um, so I mean, they they still have their guys. You know, Pat Pat Maroon. I mean, guys won three cups in a row. So uh, Tampa very much not uh, not not done not done with. You know, so um, but uh, yeah, wait wait a battle. Um, you know, I'm excited. Excited for this upcoming week for the Wild, and uh, yeah, hopefully Jared Spurgeon is okay, but uh, we'll see. We'll talk a little bit about Spurgeon coming up, but uh, I threw this out on Twitter, and so I want to ask you the same question. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being no concern at all, 10 being all the concern that's possible, uh, what level of concern do you have for the goaltending situation for the Wild right now? Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's up there. I'm a five or six. It's gonna. It keeps creeping up. Uh, yeah. I'm really worried about Capo. Uh, I just. I, I don't. I don't see him right now as being NHL quality. I mean, you're gonna need him, like we've talked about, to you know, to help spell Cam and make sure Cam doesn't get hurt. And if Cam gets hurt, and Capo has to be the guy for a week or so or two, you know, it's like. Oh man, I don't know. Um, and then, I mean, do you call up the Hamburglar? Um, you know, and then I don't know. He hasn't played in the NHL in a long time, so you need Cam Cam to stay healthy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's just uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned about backup goaltending. I I've tried to you know if we're giving up goals, how are they happening? Whose fault? Um, tried to do that mo- through pretty much the entire season to just to see you know where where the blame lies. A couple of those goals were squarely a hundred percent on Capo, and you know the the one right in front of the net, like you have to have that as a goalie. Yeah. Like you you no, gotta 100%. make that stop. And so yeah, it's you know I I said it kind of at the beginning of the year in jest. Um, hoping that it wasn't the case, but we may have seen the best of what Cam Talbot has to offer last year, and now he mm-hmm. is uh, he's come back to earth 
uh, a little bit here this year. And with Capo, it's kind of the same thing. And we're seeing just how much of a difference it makes when you don't have that elite upper echelon goaltending um, that it has put more pressure on both the offense and the defense to try to keep up. And now, I mean, uh, we see how this team is when they lose one of their core defensemen. Um, that Vegas playoff game when Jonas Brodin went down and then everybody had to play a little bit more than they were used to and how much of an effect it has. You know, I mean, you look at you know guys like John Merrill and Kulikov are having to play more than than what you know the team expected them to play, and uh, I'm sure some of their teammates. And so it's tough. And then you have to have Jordy Ben play too. And so it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting with to see what you know how they you know, how they divvy up the the minutes and if they're going to have to switch some deep pairings to help cover for for guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see. It's it's going to be very, very interesting. And, and we know, um, we knew coming into the season too, that with the divisions back to what they were, that it was going to be tougher, um, you know, to just to begin with, because you're not playing the, uh, some of the lower end of the Pacific teams, yeah, um, a lot more than, than, you know, the normal. I, I really hope that Addison was not played against the Lightning solely for the fact that he got to the arena on the same day as the game. Because ultimately, if you're bringing Addison up and you are playing Jordy Ben instead, and, you know, to... You can't have that happen. <laughs> no, and to Jordy Ben's credit, I didn't think he played poorly, considering that he no. hasn't played in several games. Right. I, I didn't think he did anything that that directly resulted in the Wild losing the game, but at the same time, Addison gives you more. And so yeah. my hope is that he will play on Wednesday against the Devils, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. That's the perfect opponent for him to get into because the Devils, you know, haven't, you know, they're not uh, the greatest offensive team right now without Jack Hughes. And so, um, you know, they have a few big name guys that we know, PK Subban, um, and their, their goaltender Blackwood is okay. Um, but it's a team that Addison shouldn't have to, you know, worry about so much defensively. And, you know, he brings a lot more offense than Jordy Ben, even though Jordy got an assist tonight, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah, I would rather have a smooth skating, uh, defenseman out there than, than Jordy Ben. So I'm all for playing Addison. And watching him, watching his game continue to grow because, you know, every time he's played with the Wild, he it's like he hasn't missed a beat at all, and so he's NHL quality for sure. Yeah, he he just he needs to play. Um, bottom line, and so, you know, confidence can be pulled from these uh, these two games um, against Florida and Tampa Bay, uh, in that the Wild were able to uh, to stick with them. And we should see Kalen Addison going forward, filling in for Jared Spurgeon as long as he is out, which hopefully won't be for too long. Uh, tell you what, let's shift to a topic that kind of grabbed wild media attention over the weekend. Um, something's going on with Kevin Fiala and the Wilds, and I don't know what it means, but it seems as though... Things aren't great between both of them. So we'll talk about that coming up here on Lockdown Wild after this. But first, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, 
You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all of that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Follow us everywhere you listen to podcasts for great content all throughout the week. Continuing to look at some of the big storylines from the weekend, and Kevin Fiala did have a goal against Tampa Bay, his first in a little while. He's, uh, he's now starting to pick up his play a little bit. But don't tell that to Dean Evason because, uh, boy, oh, boy, there's been some stuff going on with Fiala here over the, uh, the last handful of games. Um, got yanked off the power play over the weekend um, and has been straight up just benched a couple of times down the stretch um, in recent games. And uh, Michael Russo had an article over the weekend as well uh, talking about not everything being great in Kevin Fiala land right now uh, between him and the wild. And it, it just leads to another kind of bizarre chapter in the last six months for Fiala going to arbitration with the wild, as opposed to signing a long-term deal, having that long scoreless streak um, midway through this early part of the season I I don't know. It's getting to the point where I think that this may lead to a divorce between these two um, before too long if if this continues to kind of drag out the way that it has. Yeah, it's uh, I I tell this to my dad all the time. I think I think it's embarrassing when you go to arbitration like you can't <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can't come to an agreement at all with the team and you have to go to a third party to figure out how much they're going to pay you for one year. It's a little embarrassing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't see the relationship lasting past this season. And, you know, depending on how things are, maybe trade deadline to me, because if you don't, if you're not going to have an extension, you know, um, and they need a center, um, you know, he's the guy that they could offer for teams because teams are going to say, Hey, we want Rossi. We want Boldy. We want Addison. Uh, hey, will you take Kevin Fiala, a, a proven goal scorer? Um, you know, and they have the depth uh, at wing. You know, in the in the wings with the uh, Marat and and all those guys. The you know the Rossies, the Boldies, and so um, yeah, Stan Beckman. And so um, yeah, it's gonna be be interesting. And he's like. <laughs> Talk to Dean about not being on the power play. So that, that was a heck of a quote, um, you know. So, um, but uh, there's there's going to be centers out there available. So, um, you know, fan, the Wild fans have always wanted Tomas Hurdle here. So um, <laughs> that would be nice, uh, nice to get him here at some point. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Hey, Fialis, hey, he had a big goal tonight. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, 
it's a weird relationship right now, for sure. Yeah, it's just it's bizarre because you know that quote about ask Dean um, in regards to why Fial wasn't on the power play and why he didn't play down the stretch. Uh, there, a reporter asked him point blank, asked Dean if uh, there was some reason that Fiala didn't play late in that game uh, against, I believe it was against the Panthers where this kind of flared up um, as much as it did. And Everson just basically said, we went with other guys at that point. And so is all of that Kevin's fault? No, I, I no. do think he is much like Matt Dumba. I think he is just a convenient at times um, he's polarizing, polarizing. No. Yes, he's he's just a convenient scapegoat for the turnover issues that plague this team sometimes because he um, does turn the puck over much like the rest of the team does. It's not like he is the only one that's doing it, but as with Matt Dumba, it seems like people like to point to him a lot for all the turnovers. And, you know, another thing that was, that was pointed out on Twitter today um, – his line has been arguably the most changed line on the team um, over the last couple of years. I mean, he has had line mates from Marcus Johansson all the way to Freddie Goudreau to now Ryan Hartman. So it's not like he has consistent line mates that he's been asked to play with. And so not all of it's his fault by any stretch, but at the end of the day, like you said, um, there's going to have to be a tough choice made on this team in the offseason. And it's looking like it's either going to be Fiala or Matt Dumba. And I get the sense, like you said, with the number of players that are waiting to, uh, to come up and fill roster spots, I get the sense that there is more of a desire to lean towards keeping Matt Dumba in that situation as opposed to Kevin Fiala. And if you would have asked me this question a couple of months ago, Complete opposite. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable how it can change like that. Um, you, know, you know, hopefully they can get get the relationship figured out. Uh, but you know, because he's he's a heck of a player and one of the few game changers that the Wild have had. But uh, thank God, like a, a guy like Ryan Hartman has stepped up too to, to fill that goal scoring role. Heck, um, Marcus Foligno, another big goal tonight. Yeah. So. Um, that's why we continue to hammer home on that depth, um, especially uh, sometimes when you're when you're proven goal scorers uh, are qu- having quieter. Yeah, you, know, you would ask, you know, you know and uh, you know, Krill Krill starting to st- step it up. But uh, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. It's <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you know, you just never know. Um, and uh, um, you know, he he could like we, we like we've mentioned here previously be. Uh, a hot trade bait uh, come trade deadline or the draft, um, you know, once, uh, once the season's over with. So that's one we will definitely keep our eyes on for sure. Yeah. Never a dull day in wildlands, um, crazy comebacks or just Dean putting people in the doghouse on a daily basis. Um, speaking of that depth, the wild have a couple of players that look like they could come up and play right now. And so we'll uh, we'll finish today's episode talking a little bit about Matt Boldy's return as well as continued excellence from Marco Rossi. More with Alex Micheletti on today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. But first, Thanksgiving week is here. And that means all of the treats you love are going to be filling up your plate 
again and again and again. If you want to enjoy those great tasting desserts, may I recommend you go for a Built Bar. Built Bar has all of the great tastes with less than half of the calories. Your favorite slice of pie may carry upwards of 300 calories on the low end. Built Bars, though, only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar packed with plenty of protein. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein covered in 100 real chocolate. So head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti. And Alex, if we're looking for somebody who could potentially fill the roster spot of, say, Kevin Fiala when he gets traded, if he gets traded. Wild have a couple of guys that are ready at this exact moment because Matt Boldy came back from his injury, and it looks like he never missed a day. And Marco Rossi continues to just do ridiculous things for the Iowa Wild. Those guys are ready to play. The question is not if they'll be called up, the question is when. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, uh, especially for Boldy with uh, coming off an injury like an ankle. I mean, uh, didn't affect his skating one one iota. Um, and Marco Rossi, hey, he plays center, the one position that the Wild uh, lack. Um, you know, with the with the big club. So, um, yeah, they've they've proven it. Uh, you know, remember Billy G saying when they got sent down that. He told them, you know, you know, you know, go down there and improve, you know, and, and, you know, have your big minutes and put up the production and that's what they've done. And so, yeah, it's, it's incredible that Iowa wild team, the full team, it, it's fun to watch. Um, so uh, the fans down there in the, in the great state of Iowa are getting their money's worth for sure. And uh, uh, these guys want to be on the big club and when they've been up here, They've shown it too. I mean, Adam Beckman, he he saved that uh, Pittsburgh game, um, and so uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking really looking forward to Boldy getting a chance. It was unfortunate that he got hurt because maybe he would have made the team. Um, and so um, yeah, another great thing too is it puts guys on notice like yep. Nick Bukestad, Victor Rask, Jordan Greenway, and you know. And maybe in years past, their seat was more comfortable than it has been because the Iowa Wild haven't been great. But now that they've infused their talent that they've uh, acquired via via the draft and, and free agent signings, that uh, hey, you guys in the big big club in St. Paul, watch out because some of the guys in Des Moines uh, they're not not too far away and they can drive up and and be in the lineup and take your spot. So uh, watch out and. Uh, it's good. It creates uh, great competition, and uh, and you know it's you you love to see it competitive battle to to make it to the you know the big team. And in some cases, as in Kalen Addison's case, they can beat the media plane to Tampa Bay for the game. Uh, I I'm sure you saw the uh, the tweet storm that Michael Russo was uh, was throwing down about a plane getting overfueled somehow and fuel just leaking all over the tarmac to the point that they brought a Zamboni out to try to clean it up 
absolute just absolute chaos. Uh, there's nothing more than I love than than I love than a Michael Russo rant. So I cannot <laughs> wait. Uh, it's going to be glorious. You know, he took that very funny picture of Dane from the Pioneer Press. Uh, looked like he was struggling, and hey, it was less than an hour flight too. <laughs> it's just, oh man, I, I cannot wait to listen to that podcast. And my- Michael's so funny, and so um, yeah, it should should be fun. Uh, shouldn't. It it shouldn't be that big of a nightmare when you're only going that far no. in, in the state of Florida too, and it wasn't because of weather. So it's uh, yeah, that's that's what makes it even more funny. Truly bizarre. Um, I wonder if when Marco Rossi and Matt Boldy are eventually called up, I wonder if they both hop up to the Kaprizov line, or if you go Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Rossi. So that then you move. I would love that. (laughs) That'd be ridiculous. Um, I wonder then it, it, it means, I think it means that Kevin Fiala would get a, um, a little better help on the wing with Boldy. Cause I, I think you got to pair those guys with either Kaprizov or Fiala when they come up. You have to, because uh, they're more strong defensively. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think, uh, you would say Krill and, and Kevin, uh, one not, of their strengths is on the defensive side of yeah. things. So, um, they definitely would need, they're, they're more, uh, risk takers. Um, so, um, it'd be nice to have more of a defensive, you know, minded, you know, they do both, but, uh, um, more safe defensively too, um, <laughs> with, with those guys and, and, and making a young guy feel comfortable too. And you wouldn't have to worry about either of those two guys skating, you know, <laughs> everybody True. always, always the rags on Victor Rask, how he's uh, an anchor <laughs> when he's out there. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just putting an anchor on his line, but uh, um, yeah, um, I've loved what I've seen so far from both of them. And uh, yeah, it's not like uh, COVID's affecting Rossi at all. So um, no long-term. So, yeah, it's it's great, and that's one guy you don't have to worry about uh, any off ice. You know, he's a rink rat, um, you know, just a workout freak. We've seen all of his videos that his dad has posted of of him always like on a bike and stuff. And so, um, yeah, um, it, it'd be nice to see how he could do against NHL competition. You know, it's a little bit different than the I, what I call the always hungry league, the AHL. <laughs> um, because you know you got guys that are just you know dying to be up and uh, and getting going from being on a coach bus to uh, living that NHL life where you get uh, yeah. uh, you know the meals on the planes and the five star hotels. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's 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 time to see the kids come up here and you know get get some more youth in into the lineup. And it's not like it's a rebuild either. You know these guys. Are, are can can fuse in with uh, the veterans that are already playing really well and uh, add to the depth. Final thought, Ryan Hartman, more fights, please. Absolutely, like, just out of nowhere aggression. And he dropped, I can't remember the name of the, the Lightning player. Zach Bogosian. Yep. He, and he is a, he's a massive him. dude. Yeah. My word. Ryan Hartman and doing everything. Hey, Hartman and Brandon Duhain, they do not care. They no. will take on anybody. The, the other night, too, with Brandon, where he just straight up dropped the gloves and 
he's like, bring on the smoke. I mean, it, uh, I love it. I love seeing guys with, uh, with that kind of attitude and, and spark. And, you know, you know, Billy G loves, loves both of those guys. And oh, so, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Uh, Ryan Hartman standing up for his teammates and, and scoring big time goals. I mean, he's doing it all. I mean, he's exactly who you want on your team for sure. Ryan Hartman for the Hart Trophy. Maybe. Hey, yeah, keep on scoring. Keep on scoring. Hey, there's a there's a good guy in Edmonton that would like a word, Connor McDavid. Yeah. Or Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, those two. Take your I cannot pick. wait to see either of them play in, in person for sure. Yeah. Where that's that one I think is gonna have to be viewed in person because yep. that Edmonton team is disgustingly good. <laughs> Way too but. good. Yeah, they took apart. Chicago so. throttled Chicago. Well, yep. I think that is where we're going to leave it for tonight. Um, obviously optimism after the, uh, the losses to Florida and Tampa Bay. Cause the wild did not stop fighting until the, uh, the game was over. Um, we're just going to have to keep an eye on Jared Spurgeon's injury situation and this Kevin Fiala situation. Um, to see how that uh, possibly gets resolved. Regardless, the wild have, some great names down in Iowa that are ready to step up when needed. So all of that wrapped into a nice, neat little bow here for your Monday episode of Lockdown Wild. And now that your first listen is done, head over to the Lockdown NHL podcast to get a full recap of everything that happened all weekend and some of the biggest storylines in the NHL here today. The Lockdown NHL podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts just like Locked on Wild. Follow us everywhere for new episodes all throughout the week, as well as on our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We've got new content coming every single day of the week on all of those platforms. Trying to keep you as up-to-date on the Minnesota Wild as feasibly possible. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.